With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Exclude sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. If you thought you had to travel far to savor the Pad Thai of Bangkok, or to taste the pastries of Paris, take another look. With two times total points at grocery stores, your same kitchen can come with more cuisines. Sapphire Preferred from Chase? Make more of what's yours. Valor up to $1,000 in purchases per month from November 1st, 2020 to April 30th, 2021. Account subject to credit approval. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is happening. One of my favorite DJs. <laughs> fucking rappers, dude. Yeah, man. Of all time, dude. This guy, you like the epitome of cool, dude. Like, you are so cool, man. Shout out, bro. Young Guy Chief is here. Welcome to this podcast and chill. My name is Mac G. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have some fun tonight. Thank you for coming, dude. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Dope show. Dope show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, fi- I'm happy. I'm finally here. Uh, let's talk about this song, dude. This song is huge right now, dude. It's made because it's claimed, dude. And I was telling you, I don't know what you say, but it's yeah. yeah that's the thing like you know when i did it i thought ah man people aren't gonna understand what i'm saying you know but i realized like you know there's enough people that have a gist of like what what i'm talking about you know um and i think moving forward like i'm just gonna i'm gonna keep it like that you know and just speak what yeah, i speak you, you hardly rapping in Kosa, no? yeah i like rapping in guni which guni. is uh like zulu and a bit of Kosa and uh sometimes also put in some tana you know in a hook it's kind of easier and stuff but um i find it challenging to actually rap in Kosa in a way that um <clears throat> is still like entertaining and not like a, a meeting you know <laughs> <laughs> let me get you a drink <laughs> So, what do you mean to meet it, Yeah, like, I mean, it, you know, Kosa is, is a very strict language. Yeah, yeah. You know, it sounds serious, you yeah. know. But it's actually it's actually been, like, very fulfilling to be able to, to pull off that kind of sound. Yeah. And have people, like, actually just enjoy it and, and, and vibe with it, you know. Who did um, you work with, uh, production-wise? Production-wise, I did what I, what I did uh, when I was still coming up. Um, I found the beat online for Pumshakalaka. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, so I went back to that because I usually do that because like I never really find what I'm looking for mm. and I find it easier to find that online. And you found the speak online? Yeah. No way. You find it, I found it online and then, you know, the process is so simple also. It's, it's just a PayPal situation. You play for the exclusive rights and you get the set same time and you mix and you're good to go. Wow, so you so don't even know who did this track, you know? Nah, it's, um, I know that it's a Nigerian dude, like what? based based in like the States. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know you could do that, dog. Mm. Does so is also the same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many other rappers are doing uh, like what you're doing now? Um, I know that's what uh, Frank Casino does. Okay. Yeah. I don't ah, know it makes sense. Mm. No wonder the beats have that international kind of vibe to them, you know? Yeah, I mean, dude, you know the way the culture is set up right now, you can't even, like, South African producers are also trying to make that type of sound, you yeah. know? And me, I'm pretty 
uh, I'm strict with beats, man. Like I can't even write to something that's kind of like nice or whatever. It's just, it's just got to take me somewhere else yeah. immediately, and then I can jump on. All right, cool. Before we get into all the nice stuff, let's start mm. from the beginning, man. Because when I met you, dude, um, I met you as a videographer. Yeah. Uh, you actually meant to shoot a couple of videos for me. Yeah. And then the next thing I see you, here you are on TV with egg hair. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yama knows how to rap. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish it was that easy. Jeez, yeah. it was so hard to do that, to, yeah. to switch over and, and cross over. But the funny thing was that I actually got into videos trying to get into music. Like, because mm. I left Queenstown as a musician well a budding budding musician yeah. so you know i came to joburg and i was in uj and like in class there were like a hundred rappers bro. oh my god <laughs> yeah. nothing's changed it was like i was like no way this is gonna take too long you know and i had just a passion for entertainment so like for me like uh, coming up from back home like i just wanted to be in the tv mm. you know no no matter how i was doing it whether i'm directing or mm. acting or presenting acting. Or, younger company acting bro i was actually a pretty lethal um drama student no in, since primary school yeah. you know i always stole the lead roles i was a guy in the youngest class but like the lead role in the play you know like white parents would come like to watch me bro <laughs> for real my white friends be like my mom saw you and heard about you and like hey, the whole family is coming to see you they were there yesterday they're coming again you know you're so, a mini denzel right? yeah yeah I, i've got that type of talent like just like, in front of the camera vibes that's yeah. my thing you know yeah. yeah so tell me about you growing up in, in in eastern cape how was that like it was cool i went to like a boy school yeah like all my life so you never got to see the mummies nah and, and it was like from grade one to matric it was the same school so, but like, fortunately, like the, our sister school was like a walking distance, like right across the road. Mm -hmm. And in high school I did art. So, um, they only had arts, art classes in the girls school. So okay. we'd go there like, you know, yeah, yeah. um, when it was art class. So sometimes like I was so bad at waking up. My mom used to just get tired of that. And, um, she'd just leave me sometimes yeah. and I'd wake up at like half past nine and school starts at like half past seven. So I'd look at my timetable and see the art classes after break. So, you know, the homies would just find me in the art class. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd start my day from there, you know. So because uh, you've got such an art background, it was easy, for, I'm sure, for you to tell your mom that, hey, listen, I want to pursue being a rapper. I never, ever told her that, yeah. actually. I, I've never brought that up with her. I just kind of told her, yo, so I'm, I'm, there's a song I made, and et cetera, et cetera. And actually, I think the first time... She really like we really spoke about my music was her hearing from like her friends and like because mm. she's a teacher also so like other students were like yeah, my mom's also a hey, mama yeah. yeah you yeah. know so that's how she kind of really found out that actually maybe this music thing is is a serious thing but I was supposed to study audiovisual mm -hmm. uh, film um, at UJ yeah. and um, that's what I, w I I went to do it's just that when I came to Joburg initially. Um, and I ended up staying for right now like 12, 13 years, yeah. or 14, I don't know. But I came on a two-week holiday because me and my brother are like nine months apart. You know? oh, okay. I'm like you know, two months premature, so yeah. it was supposed to be like 11. You know? yeah. I guess like I was my brother's celebration. Yes, you know, yes, like, yeah, yes. we have a firstborn son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so anyway... Um, uh, so she was like, nah, she can't afford to uh, pay for both of our 
like studies right mm, mm. so she was like and then i was like okay no that's cool um let me wait for this guy to finish in the back of my mind i know this dude is not gonna finish in record time yeah. of, of the stories i've heard of his first year <laughs> he's a rock star. like that nigga started smoking and everything dog yeah. i'm like no ways he's never gonna finish actually ever yeah but i was like okay cool let me go to Joburg for a holiday you know and then i'll be able to come back and see what else i want to do in my gap year you know oh so you took a gap year it was supposed to be a gap year and then i got to Joburg in this two weeks and on day one i went i put my bags down in midrand I had my aunt was staying there and then i went to uj met up with the homies and the homies were registra- registering and everything so we're standing in the queue and i'm like what queue is that one there yeah. you know yeah. they're like no that's nefsas you know <laughs> if you've qualified and you've been accepted everything yeah. and you just don't have the fee the funds yeah. to pay then you can hit them up yo same time got all my paperwork stood in that line and i got accepted and like they were they were paying for my fees wow audiovisual audiovisual yeah yeah. we were paying for my fees needless to say like i didn't have a place to stay because i went straight onto the waiting list for you for res yeah uh, i only got into that like the following year so that whole year i stayed with that friend that i went to see like your brother didn't make space for you my brother was in durban oh you know yeah. so i stayed with that friend of mine and funny thing like every time like the landlord came you know, just to check on the house and whatever. I'd have to pack away this mattress, you know, get dressed, you know, and then get my bag and stand in the corridor. And, and when he walked in, every time be like, come on, guys, mm. every day you're late, man. I'm yeah. leaving you guys now. Yeah. Out, gone. Hey, being late to God is the story of your life, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works both ways. Oh, dude, yeah. who is this friend? Are you guys still close to him? Yeah, um, his name is Tando Matutu. Um, I used to call him Aaron Major because I was a rugby player and he was also a great like rugby player. Yeah. So he's still he's still around, man. He stays in Melville. I don't really see him much, but we talk. So that yeah. year when you're staying with him, are you still cooking up some music in the kitchen or? Was nah, I was just. Studies, huh? I was focused on studies and like I was really listening to like SA hip hop a lot. Like, um, who was coming up at that um, time? No, Jabba was huge. Yeah. Uh, Squatter Camp. Squatter Camp was huge. Uh, Cabello was huge. Uh, um. Uh, uh, Dukes was was enormous yeah. at the time. I think he was like number one at yeah, the time. Dog, yeah, yeah. me also like Mama that's the type fe. of yeah. yeah. So we used to, I used to listen to like all of that music and like we all like lit- literally like played that every single day, bro. Yeah, yeah. So now, how long did you do your course for? Yeah, I did two years because in the second year, um, I ran into Slicker. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the school, at the varsity. At the varsity. What happened was I had a friend who was on SRC because mm-hmm. I was in a day day house, whatever. And I guess like I wasn't really friends with like everybody, mm-hmm. but like I was friends with the right guys. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is I became like a, an HK, like a Haka, which is like a prefect oh, okay. of, of the first years. And like, yeah, like and, then when, and, then, and then when they said, and they said, um, okay, and the next uh, Haka is uh, younger. Everyone was like, who's that? (laughs) 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 I was like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. niggas. Now you know me. You know what I'm saying? But um, the following year, so I met a girl through there who was part of SRC. So the following year, she asked me to apply for SRC. And I got into SRC. So we managed the entertainment portfolio. Um, It was me and Bonang, actually, that were managing that portfolio. Yeah. So we did like a a Valentine's auction, celebrity auction situation, right? And then she brought Slicker because she knew Slicker at the time. I think they were dating, man. 
Yeah, it was like getting warm. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this was like just before she got onto live. Yeah, she was still doing like uh, that SABC2 Manhattan situation. So, like, she bought Slicker Cool, and I think also Scoop was there, you know, as one of the guys when he still had long ass dreads or big hair. I don't know what was going on under that head. But, and then, um, I approached him. I'm like, yo, man, you know, I'm a rapper, you know. And then he gave me the standard answer. He's like, oh, no, no, that's great. That's dope. That's dope. You just um, go to the website, ventilation.coza, and then send me an email. Yeah. I think I sat in that dealer's dundon for like two hours, just staring at a blank page, trying to figure out how I'm going to get this guy to respond. Yeah. Because I was already like trying to leave Varsity at the mm. time because we were doing just practical i mean just theory you yeah, know and you wanted to do some practical stuff yeah and like second year we did one the first day was a practical lesson yeah and then the, the rest of the year chief was theory again so like i was already to be i was ready to be out of there and um so i told slicker like yo he was still like fighting for uh quota for local music okay yeah back yeah, then yeah. already so I'm like, yo, man, I, I just see hip hop as like this bicycle. Everyone is just trying to ride it th- till the wheels fall off, you know. Let me help you repair this thing because I see you just trying to fix it, you know. Yeah. I think that's what hit him. And um, yeah, I started shadowing him for. So the, he took the rest a liking from you, of you, like from the get go. Yeah. 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 And he never paid me that year. I was just like literally. Dude, I used to walk from like West End to Parkhurst. Fuck me. No way. Yeah. Dude. I how far that is, dude? It depends. When you walk. Is a bit easier, but like it's far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny thing, I used to listen to like your coolies and stuff, like yeah. you know, walking there and back. You know, so what were you walking to Parkers for? That's where the office was for uh, Slicker. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. That was that, that was it. So like I I remember like I used to have money like for halfway through like the month, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the month I'd start walking, and then you know. Mm. So that's actually also how I I got into making my own music because I'd never recorded anything. Mm. So I would wait for them to leave and be like, nah, I'm going to lock up now. I just need to finish up, whatever. Then I'd end up staying the whole night and recording myself, like just watching YouTube videos, how to record and whatever. YouTube was around at the time. Yeah, dog. It was around, bro. So yeah, man, that's what what we did. Like when you started, why did you choose hip hop? Because I remember like we pretty much came up the same time same mm, era mm. house was huge at the time yeah you couldn't fuck with house though i hated house <laughs> <laughs> couldn't i couldn't stand house dog you yeah. know why like uh, in queenstown we used to listen to a lot of guaito that's yeah. why i was like a huge tkz fan right yeah and we used to all like sing these songs oh, together mm. you know it would be like dope and then house started coming through and it started with like pretoria house like ta, ta, no vocals I'm time. like where are the vocals <laughs> how are we supposed to sing these these songs yeah, and yeah. everyone was just like no but the, I said okay it's a dope instrumental yeah. like but we need someone to be rapping on these songs yeah. you know and then like that's why I used to like I was just really turned off by house like every time it played like I just got tired and I just wanted to sit down. I was like, you know, so you wouldn't really ever find me dancing to a house party. But like now there's a lot more singing to it, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's evolved. 
I actually, I actually, I actually quite, I actually quite like a couple house songs now. Yeah, yeah. Which ones are you, are you fucking with at the moment? Um, I like that. Um, uh, uh, this new one by um, what was number two on the Rams just now? Uh, okay, Black I like coffee. I like the Black Coffee one, the Drive one. Oh, that's nice. Have you heard the, the vocals on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's dope. <laughs> but I, I thought that was the dopest of the year until I heard this one of uh, this dude called Shy Number. Oh. Ooh. That's money. No, that's for December. That that's one. money right there. It's for, it's for now. <laughs> you know? Okay, cool. So you meet up with Slicker. You've been shadowing him. Yeah. Now, at what point do you, like, now grow to the next phase of, of, of Yano, the chief? You know? um, it started with me resigning and, and pretty much losing everything because... So you resigned with Slicker? Yeah. So by the time, like, I resigned, I'd been, like, his longest serving employee. Like, I'd done a good six years there, Right. And so I, I was already like, you know, just like heavy into the videography thing. Oh, you know, okay. I shot all of Questa's videos. I directed a squatter camp video. Oh, yeah. I remember you showed me the one video you shot for, for Questa. Yeah. Boom right? yeah. Shagalak. Boom Shagalak. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys must check that out. That's vintage yeah. stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> so I, I, I shot that. And then um, after shooting that, actually, uh, AKA saw that. And then he decided he wants me to shoot Control. So, and then I, I shot control, you know, but actually I'm getting ahead of myself because there was a big gap between Boom Shakalaka and control. Um, because what happened was that I start, I tried to start my own production company, okay. right? Young Legend Films. Mm. And then obviously like music videos would never sustain a production company. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not feasible. Uh, yeah. And also like I, I became the go-to guy in the industry that would flip like a 40 K into an 80 K. That's why you know? I came to you because yeah. I have budget, right? But the problem is that like if you, when you cut the corners, to make it like that, you the one that ends up getting cut. Mm. You understand? So what happened was that, you know, like I really, lo I lost, I lost business. Like, and then like the company was just like struggling to survive. Even me. And like, I was literally couch to couch, mm. you know, like not knowing what the hell it is I'm doing. And then I just decided one day, you know what, I'm just going to, do what I came to Joburg for and that's to make music. I'm just going to focus on that and I'm going to put this film thing on the side. But, um, and then like Control came and I did that and then um, All, All Eyes On Me came and I you did, did that. You did All Eyes On Me? Yeah. Nice, dude. And, Fuck. um, yeah, and then there was a one point like in 2012, right? Mm. I was a videographer and I just resigned, you know, I didn't know what was going on with me. Um, and then Questa went to Cape Town to shoot Boom Shagalaga, the video, right? And uh, Slick and Smacks were like, okay, no, <clears throat> we'll bring Yanga also, and he'll direct and whatever. The day came to go to Cape Town, and the niggas left me behind. <laughs> yeah. like, nah, don't worry, we've got guys over there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Came back, shot the video, and they came back, we looked at the video, and I was already like, mm -mm, nah, 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 you know me. Yeah. And then, um, so we decided amongst ourselves, me, Questa, and uh, Nota, yeah, that we're going to go back to Cape Town and we're going to shoot it again. So that's the actual video that Thank everybody you. knows. Yeah. And then, uh, so in 2012, I think there was, in that December of that year, there were literally no gigs, dude. Because remember, um, Questa was co-signed by Bada dudes. Bing. Yeah, Bada Bing, right? And, and like they were getting all the gigs. Mm. You understand? Mm. Like people were booking them because, oh, okay, there's also this Questa in the stable. Let's book these dudes. And, and at that time, you gotta let people know that hip hop wasn't really paying that much in terms of gigs. You understand? Not like now. You, you know? understand? Because the house DJs were the ones yes, getting the bag. Yes, dog. Hip hop was tiny, tiny, tiny. And like, it was. I a, think I once booked AK for five grand. You understand? <laughs> Imagine now. <laughs> 
That's why it says my DJ been down since the booking was a thou. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, and that's real. Yeah. So like, um, that was the same story for like Cash Time Fam, like uh, uh, Kid X and yeah. Smashes. So we all got together and decided, Nota, you've been working like behind the desk at Butterbing. So you you know the promoters. Let's get on the road. Let's hire a bus and just go around um, the country in December. Mm. We did that, dude. We lost so much money. Wow. Like I remember, like the van got repossessed in East London. Wow, that was the second last stop. Yeah, at Cape Town was the last stop. Then we were chilling at like the the rental company place. Wow. We we're deciding, okay, you guys, you guys are gonna take the bus, and then we still need Yanga to shoot, so we need Yanga, yeah. we need Questa, and, blah, 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 and then Nota. Then we're gonna drive a car because obviously we can't get another H one at this time. We get to the, the the rental place and they're like, uh, H one. Oh, we've got one in the depot. <laughs> hey, it comes out, dog. It looks exactly like the one they just reported. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we rolled into Cape Town, dog. And let me tell you, that night we were performing at Loop, the club, right? We smashed the record for the year for like the the highest door takings. And I think wow. like they didn't even pay us. They were it was just a door deal, so we had a crazy percentage at the door. Yeah. Needless to say, we ended up spending the next four days in Cape Town, blew every penny, yeah. came back home, broke as hell. As you were. Everybody had to go home and just. <laughs> Dude, man, it sounds like it's been crazy for you, but at no single point throughout you telling your story, did you ever think like, fuck, man, this is not working, Uh, Joe Big is fucked up, let me just go back? It was never an option. I think, I I always felt like it means too much to everybody else from Queenstown. Yeah. Like, if I get this far, like where people, because I was like, like known in Queenstown for like being just in Slicker's video, Mm. like that was like a big thing, Mm. right? So this is before social media got big. Yeah, right? yeah. They, when they see you on TV, they're like, hey, "Yo, you're a you superstar. Are, <laughs> you're making and, money, and you're making money." Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was, that's always been like a biggest vice of mine, like to be so famous and so broke. It's yeah. like crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> nothing worse than being famous and yeah. broke. Dude. But I never considered going home because, like, I felt like if I if I couldn't make it work, like. I feel like nobody else would try, mm. you know, from where I'm from, yeah. you know. So it was never an option. Like, I, I did anything and everything to stay in Joburg, even then I had nothing. All right, cool. So now, all right, so you're meeting all these hurdles. When does it pop for you, dude? When does shit start getting... Um, it pops because when that tour we did with Questa and, and everyone... Even though you lost money. Yes. We'd, every time we were back in Joburg, we'd go to the studio, right? And Questa's like day one friends that convinced him to rap. They were like, no way, stop this thing that you're doing. Take this rap thing seriously. And I was just trying to, I was like, Psh, you niggas don't know what it takes, man. Mm. You know, I've been in this game, you know. Mm. You know, you can't, you can't just make one joint and like, you know, it takes years of groundwork and I ain't even trying to do that. So I make a song with Maraza and Kid X and Cash, who's his DJ now. Mm. And... um Rich Mahog, who's who's here with me mm. today, um, I sit him down and I tell him because he stayed in the same building as AK. I sit him down and I tell him, "Yo, man, you know, I, I, I want to do this rap thing now, mm. like for real now." Uh, dude fights me for like an hour and a half, eh? Yeah, tells me, "Nah, you know, you've been around rappers. You know, this thing is gonna work. Or, or videos, don't worry. Yeah, I understand. Mm. You think I haven't wanted to rap?" You know, it looks nice, you know, and you know, I'm like, all right, okay, cool. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right, bro. It's cool. But let me just play the song anyway. Yeah. I'll play the song. This man says, play, repeat, repeat, repeat. Is this you, Yanga? 
Is this you? Stop this song. What are you doing with this film, man? <laughs> Wasting time. What are you doing with this film? You know, and I'm like, yeah, I told you, you know, so yo. Now I'm going home like at night, walking home and like bumping this song. I'm like, what yo, song is that? It's really so amazing. It's called Alumni. Oh, okay. And then um the next morning I get a call from AKA he says, Yo, man, are you home? I'm like, Yeah, I'm home. He's like, I'm downstairs. I'm like, how? You don't know where I live. No, Chabu told me. Yeah. I'm downstairs. Come out. Okay, I'll come out. Hey, you know, and these things were nice, dog. I mean, he's staying in a, like, penthouse out there nicely, you know. One man in a two-bedroom, most expensive one, fully furnished. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. pulling up in the Soroka R. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Balling, balling. <laughs> balling on the nigga. I'm like, hey, what's happening, though? He's like, bro, is this you? He plays the song. I'm mm. like, yeah, that's me. He's like, no ways, dude. Mm, mm. Let's go back to the crib. Let's get some booze and let's work you know because at that time he had been recording levels for a year mm. and then for the six months after that year he hadn't been able to make any other song like yeah, he couldn't, block, yeah. can't finish the thing so mm. yeah we sat there man for weeks like weeks 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 just like smoking and rapping smoking and then rapping smoking and rapping came up with so many dope things and then I went home the one time and he sent me this beat from Tweezy and I rapped like 64 bars on it. I came back and we deciphered and we got the hook for Ron Josie. Oh, that's how we did it. Oh, shit. And since then, you've never looked back, dog. Yeah. So that's why Ron Josie sounds like that because at the time, like, Josie was punishing me, dude. Like, mm. but I was feeling like, you know what? Like, if this is the challenge that jo- that Joburg is giving me, then I'm, 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 I'm like standing up to it. And, you know, or me and my niggas, we're going to be fine. We're going to be all right. Shit, man. Fuck. Yeah. That's how Ron Josie came about. Yeah, 100%. Dude, and that's, that song's a classic. Let's be honest. Huge. You know, and that's why, like, you, like, as soon as that song came out, immediately, like, when people saw that it wasn't KO on the hook, and the video is directed by this guy that is on the hook. And the, you, you don't understand the amount of pressure that came after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you must imagine that I'm literally not an artist yet at mm. the time. Like, I don't have a studio. I don't have a producer. I don't have a DJ. I don't have a, you know, any way to call me for bookings. I don't, have, I don't have music out. Yeah. I've got nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, like, a lot of people would be like, ah, oh, come on. When are you? When are you? When are you? I felt like it was more important for me to just, like, go back into the studio and really like work on myself as an artist and and find my sound first before going in and sitting in a boardroom where I'm going to be told who to be and what to say on songs. Shit, man. Okay, let's get to the good things now. Let's get to the... All right, so now everything is looking good. Ryan Josie is out, money is coming through, you're getting (laughs) bookings. Uh, You're out there in the club popping bottles. Ladies uh, (laughs) are, you know, feeling you now because they've seen you on TV. How's the the, 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 the limelight like? Has it consumed, did it consume you at the time? Or are you like reckless with your money? You know, like the stories that we hear all the time. Yeah, I think I've been guilty of all of those things. Um, look, with the ladies, I've always been like this. Hey, now, hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) true. You know what it is. You know, so it ain't nothing new to me, yeah. you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. for real though, like yeah, yeah. you can ask about me. <laughs> ask the squad of cab niggas. <laughs> you used to lay it down. Know, I, was, I, was, I was hosting the older honey. <laughs> 
played with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, the money thing is is, is serious because like I was like, you know, I, I don't even want to go home because when I go home, I go home in a bus. Mm. So I'm like, I ain't trying to go home in a bus. I'm gonna wait until I get my car, which is exactly what I did. Like the first time, like I could, like I got a car, like I could get a car, and I got a car that I wanted. Like I got like, myself a Beamer with the best wow. seats. I was not playing, you know. So I pulled up in Queenstown, you know. Like me and my brother have this tradition. Like when he bought his car, like you know, he called me and we drove down. We didn't tell the old lady, and we just called. Like when we pulled up outside, like no, come outside, you know. And she's like, "What's going on? This car is this, yeah, yeah." Like yeah, it's this nigga's car, yeah, nice. So I did the exact same thing. I pulled up uh, to the crib, and then we went to my grandmother's place. You yeah. know, I mean, my mom. Like all of a sudden she couldn't drive, and <laughs> <laughs> she I needed to pick her up everywhere, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, yeah, that must man. have been a good feeling. That dude. was the like one of the biggest highlights of my career so far because we never really had a car. The only person that had a car in my family was my dad, and since he passed, like like nobody's ever even come close to buying a car. Even my mom having a car is like a really dope thing. Dude, I'm sure your mom's so proud of you, Dad. Yeah, man, I hope so. Fucking hell. Okay, so now, so. so now, like, don't you get consumed by the limelight, dude, and start, like, not focusing on the music, or are you still grounded and you know what you had to do because of the foundation that, you know, your slickers, your mm. uh, sugar smacks, Lingam, yeah. you know? Uh, well, I'm not a really social guy. Like, mm. I'm not, like, really out there, like, on the phone. Even my the homies that I have, like, they'll tell you, like, I'm not calling them every day, dude. You know, like, I call you, like, we hang out, like, once a month or maybe twice a month or whatever the case is. But it's not a day to day thing, and so like I'm always in studio by default. So mm. I guess that's what helps me like not completely lose it. But in terms of the spending of the money, I've never been good with spending money. Yes, anyway, you know. So I try and like do all the right things, but you know sometimes the money isn't coming in as fast as you you're trying to spend it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was like when I started, I tried to build like a big team around me. You know, I had like a videographer guy, which I still do. Yeah, I had like a D, a DJ. I had like a roadie. I had like another dude just rolls my weed. I had another dude just <laughs> who's just good at like watching the liquor doesn't get stolen off the table. Yeah, I had, yeah, you know, yeah. like and these people are kind of like friends but i actually realized like from the ogs actually like when you reach like your your, your cap in the game like you, you your peak mm. and then like you you like on a plateau and you're just going like this you you start cutting off a lot of the excess mm. right and then you, the only way you can still like completely keep winning is just by having this one trusted guy who does more than one thing, which means that you can pay him more mm. and he's happier to be around you and he's more like into it and he sticks around and he's loyal and he's true to you. Mm. So I decided, okay, I need to start doing that now mm. before we hit this peak, you mm. know, because I really don't need niggas to help me spend this money. 100%. I just need niggas to help me make this money. Yeah, get You the know break, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, so. Shit, man, I like that, man. Yeah. You know, um, you remind me a lot of myself because yes, you are like there in the limelight, but yeah. you're not there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm 100%. Saying? Like you're there, but you're not there. Yeah. Like I feel like you can go to the shops and people will yeah. like make a fuss, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you and sh- like niggas know who you are, though. <laughs> you like, know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, make what up? Tweet. Simple. Tell me about the videos, dog. Yeah. I heard you guys, especially rappers. Yeah. You guys chow mad honeys at videos. Like after when the video's done, shit goes yeah, down. Yeah, they do. 
How true is that? Because I've never been, they, I've never seen a hip hop video, a rap video. They do, man. Yeah. They do. When tell I say me, they, I mean them. Yeah. Tell me about the you craziest know? video you, you ever saw. Like, where you're like, wow, this is a lot. Um, look, it was worse back in the day, man, with the squad of camp niggas. You know, yeah. it's just some very explicit stuff, you know, <laughs> like, because then it was like, you know, like now, right? Mm. The hottest girl on set, you know, like, it's either as soon as you say cut, She's either getting picked up by her mom or her boyfriend, mm. you know. So, uh, yeah, you understand? <laughs> Uber, fuck your niggas up, eh? <laughs> so, it's tricky. But back then, like, they literally used to be, like, music video after parties, like, wow. going to this house or we're going to this hotel. How crazy and, like, were those? Tell me more about those, man. Hey, man, I don't really remember those parties, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why did you fight me, you I don't really remember. I was, and also, like, just remember, I was just still, like, a youngin'. I was, like, a fly on the wall most of the time, you know? Yeah. It's just that, you know, I was, you know, I guess I looked appealing yeah. to these, to yeah. these honeys. To these so, honeys, yeah. even though I had a lot of first-time things <laughs> <laughs> on set, you yeah. know, I had a lot of first-time things on set. All right, yeah. so what do you think about the game now? Because what I love about your story, um, through all the hardships, I feel mm. like it made you who the artists you are right now, right? Mm. I don't mean to get too serious, but mm. how do you feel about artists now because of social media? Like they just drop one track via WhatsApp or whatever, mm-hmm. and then within a day, you know, they reach nasty C status, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but they didn't go through, you know, yeah. traveling to Cape Town, yeah, yeah, and and then having to, uh, you know, literally sell yeah. yourself, yeah, you know. Well, I think I think you, the, those are things that you can't avoid, whether you. You, you make it with one song or not, you, you still have to go through that. I think Nasty will tell you himself that, you know, the experiences that he's had since becoming Nasty C, like, those are, like, crazy experiences. But also, like... Because what I'm saying, you've been in the game for so long, so mm-hmm. it's been a journey. Yeah. And then as you look, I'll use Nasty C as an example, it was yeah. like an overnight you yeah. know, thing, you know yeah. what I mean? That's the thing. Was it really? Because mm. you know, the homeboy started rapping before he was ten. Mm. You know, and mm. like consistently at it. You know, like if I never did like the videography and film stuff and whatever, mm. like I probably would have seemed like an overnight dude too. Mm. You know, but that would only be because like the amount of time I've put into my craft or because of my ten thousand hours. Mm. Nasty C has ten thousand hours. Yeah, yeah. So does MT. Mm. You know, it's mm. just that. This we only found out yeah. about them when we found out about them, mm. you know. With the difference with me is that I, I, I got my cosign or my feature, like, first. Mm. And then it was like, okay, where's your song? Mm. And then I had to go and do my 10,000 hours. Mm. Maybe I was, like, on a 8.9 or, like, you know. <laughs> so then I had to go finish my 10,000 hours um, so that, like, you can hear it in the music. So... Mm. With nasties, you can hear it in the music, you know, even though you know there's no ways this nigga has been through half the shit I've been through 100%. on the road. But, I mean, the shit that I've been through on the road, I'm like, it's it's a story to tell in my music, right? Mm. He's been through shit in his life. Yeah. That's why, like, people, his own story. That's why, like people would say, like, he sounds so mature, mature. and grown and mm. whatever. He went through shit with his dad. Mm. He lost his mom, mm. you know. So he, those things have happened to him already. Mm. You know, he's coming out and he's just trying to talk about it, mm. you know. And for some people, like, they have both parents until they're, like, 30, you know. And then, like, hits them, oh, damn, you know, this is what a loss feels like mm. or whatever the case is, you know. So I, I, I really don't believe <clears throat> in any overnight success stories. I've never heard of them. And those that I have heard, 
I've already forgotten who that is. Mm, you true. know, because that does not last. Yeah, it doesn't <coughs> last exactly. And then uh, you know, Nasty has made has made sure that's mm. lasted because it's authentic. You know, one hundred percent. And then, uh, where do you think? How do you feel about the game where it's at now in terms of hip hop in general? Um, I, I I like what the kids are doing. Um, but let me touch on like my yeah. my, my my group. Like mm-hmm. you know, we've we've managed to achieve something really great, man. In terms of like just like navigating through the business of music. Mm. You know, I mm. think we've done that way better than the previous generation. Fuck, which is very important. Yeah, and ownership of, of our music and ourselves has been very, like, a, a key thing, you know. And what I think the kids are doing really great is uh, focusing on just the branding of an artist, of, of themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and who they are and who they're speaking to, and also just paying attention to their core market, not mm-hmm. just like South Africa as a whole, which I feel sometimes tends tends to get lost, mm-hmm. especially with us, like in our in our uh, age group, like our music, like once we hit something that touches the whole country, like that's who we become, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm not I don't even I I'm not sure if that's the best way. To be, you know, I still can relate to like, even though like, okay, uh, trap is not like a South African sound or yeah. whatever, but I relate to being that kid mm-hmm. where you'd just be chilling in a room and just making this music. For me and my friends, it was Guaito, like mm-hmm. Guaito beats and rapping on that, you know. Um, but these kids, they, you know, they're doing the trap way and they're really doing well in terms of just like keeping it to, to themselves and building themselves as they grow. It's like most of their fans are like haven't been born or you know like you know like they've got the future capital you know and we're like we've got more fans because you know these dudes they know us they've been around and they're older and so we but like they've got less fans because maybe like it's just still the kids and the kids don't have that much influence in terms of making their own events Mm. but as soon as they make the events these young artists then you start seeing the numbers that they actually have that, okay, these numbers are actually quite crazy, you know? Yeah. So we still like really riding on the, the once a year type of gig. Like we're trying to do like tours and like, okay, not, not necessarily tours, but like stadiums mm, and mm, like a big, mm, you know, one moment, big thing, one yeah. big, you know, mm. trying to make as much from that as possible and do it again next year. You mm. know, the whole annual thing. Mm. These kids are literally just going from like month to month or like, you mm. know, every three months. Okay. The show's coming. The show, the show's coming. Okay. So-and-so has got a venue there. Okay. Let's do that. You know? And I think that's really positive. And because these kids, the kids, the, the fan base really just pulls up you know and that's like really dope i wish like our fan base was more proactive in Mm. that and where i think like it's it's we're kind of like we always we're always gonna lose is like on twitter and stuff bro there's like the kids are tweeting 24 7 (laughs) (laughs) i know my my fan base probably tweets like from five to like nine yeah yeah and yeah. then go to work from like nine to five they you, got know? Shit to do. <laughs> you know they got bills to pay yeah. you know and they gotta take care of the people fuck dude this interview is only meant to be about 40 minutes uh 30 minutes but listen you just touched on something that i really mm. want to um uh get into and dissect mm. uh so just give me a second let me just pause this here oh, yeah. uh, and then we're going to start again average weight loss
plus 15.4 pounds in first two months. For guarantee, cancel within first 14 days. Discount with two months of auto delivery. Food charge and shipped every four weeks. Call or see website for details. Do you want to lose 18 pounds fast and improve your health? Now you can lose up to 18 pounds in your first two months with Nutrisystem. Get delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, even snacks and shakes delivered safely to your door. All delivered for free. It's easy to follow, and you'll see results in your first week. Just text BODY to 323232. You'll get your favorite foods made healthier and perfectly balanced to put your body in fat-burning mode. Text BODY to 323232 right now and get 50% off a month of meals and shakes. That's right, 50% off a month of meals and 50% off a month of shakes with probiotics to help support your immune system. Just text BODY to 323232 right now. There's even a money-back guarantee. Millions of people have lost weight with Nutrisystem, and you can too. Lose up to 18 pounds in your first two months. Just text BODY to 323232. That's B-O-D-Y to 323232. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.